Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about some things you just shouldn't say. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about some things that just shouldn't come out of a Christian's mouth. You know, sometimes I don't think we really listen to those words that we've read from James chapter 3 this week, where James writes, you know, just how dangerous the tongue is. It's like a, a fire that can burn down the whole world. Christians should be afraid of our words. We tell kids that sticks and stones may break our bones, but words will never hurt us. But it's not true. Words can be the most powerful weapon that we have. And like any weapon, we should have a healthy fear of our tongue. We don't run with knives. We don't point a gun at anything. We're not ready to put a bullet in. And you shouldn't let your tongue run unchecked either. You know, that is, I think, good advice for anyone. But for Christians especially, we should be the most careful with our words. People should look us, uh, look at us and say, you know, that is someone who has control over what he says. He doesn't gossip. He doesn't lie. He doesn't exaggerate. He is able to keep things private. He's able to think before he talks. And Christians, we should be the most careful speakers because we know the power words have. You know, Certainly, God's word has power. Paul says that it's like a double-edged sword. It is a weapon. In Isaiah 66, 2, um, the Lord says, but on this one will I look, on him who is poor and of contrite spirit and who trembles at my word. And when God speaks, his word should make us tremble. Uh, that word, at least, has tremendous power. But to be fair, you know, I can't equate my words with God's. Of course, I tremble at the word of God. But should I tremble at my own words? Oh, yeah, I should. Jesus said, but I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words, you will be justified, and by your words, you will be condemned. Yeah, that should put us on notice. I should fear my words because they can lead me to condemnation. And of course, that's not just the words we speak, but the words we type and text and, and record and any other words that come out of our minds. Maybe today, James would have written just as much about the danger of our thumbs as our tongues. And so Christians should be the most careful speakers because we should understand more than anyone else the danger words pose. They can condemn me, but through Christ, I am able to bring my tongue into submission and be forgiven of the damage that my tongue has already caused. Ecclesiastes 3, in that list of seasons of life, it says, For everything there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to keep silence and a time to speak. You know, if I ever built a, a social media platform in the box where Facebook asks what's on your mind, that's what I'd put in that box. I'd put this verse. Because now that we can all create content for the whole world to see, we all think we should do it all the time. You know, again, when we were kids, we were also told if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. But I think we could add to that. More often, uh, then we've been trained to think there are times when we should remain silent. And that's what I want to spend the rest of the episode discussing. So first, let's start with that saying. We should remain silent when we don't have anything nice to say. You know, this is 
of course, rooted in Scripture. Paul writes to the Ephesians, let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, for building up, that it may impart grace to the hearers. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were seated for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. And for Christians, if our words aren't coming out of a place of love, they aren't coming out of a place of God. God is love, and if we are in him, then we only say things that are kind and tender-hearted and forgiving. Now, we shouldn't confuse kindness with unchallenging. Our words should challenge people. I hope these words challenge you. Remember from our text in Colossians 2 that this podcast flows from, for I want you to know what a great conflict I have for you and those in Laodicea, for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love and attaining to all the riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the knowledge of the mystery of God, both of the Father and of Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Now this I say, lest anyone should deceive you with persuasive words. You know, anyone can make words that are persuasive. The NIV says that they're fine-sounding words there. Anyone can make their words sound fine. That's not kindness, though. You can speak the truth in love. In fact, we're commanded to do so. So our words don't have to be unchallenging to be kind. But if we cannot say anything kind or tender-hearted or forgiving, that old adage gets it right. We should remain silent. But in addition to that, what the saying says, there are other times when we shouldn't say anything at all, too. For instance, uh, we should remain silent when we don't have anything at all to say. You know, maybe that should go without saying, and I should have remained silent there. But we like to hear ourselves talk or we say things just for the reaction or the likes on Facebook or whatever. But when it comes down to it, what we are saying has no value at all. The Bible over and over warns against empty words. And the same thing goes with flattery. We can look through the Proverbs for warnings about a flattering tongue. And Paul says to the Thessalonians, Uh, But as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God who tests our hearts. For neither at any time did we use flattering words, as you know, nor a cloak for covetousness. God is witness. Nor did we seek glory from men, either from you or from others, when we might have made demands as apostles of Christ. But... We were gentle among you, just as a nursing mother cherishes her own children. So affectionately longing for you, we were well pleased to impart to you not only the gospel of God, but also our own lives, because you had become so dear to us. For you remember, brethren, our labor and toil for laboring night and day, that we might not be a burden to any of you. We preach to you the gospel of God. So... That's a a tremendous passage, but it it tells us our words, they shouldn't be empty. They shouldn't just be flattering. If we are loving people, if we're kind towards people, we don't want to just flatter them. And here in 1 Thessalonians, we see uh, another time that we should also remain silent. If our words aren't rooted in God and in his word, then we should not say anything at all. 
if we haven't consulted with God about our words first, a lot of times we should wait to say them. Now, of course, this applies to our worship and our service to them, and I think we're more careful with our words in those specific times. We want to rely on God and his word to guide our worship, but this also applies to our everyday worship, our everyday speech. You know, Start out your day in prayer, asking God for wisdom, asking him for control over your tongue. Talk to him about those important conversations that are coming up. Think on his word before you tell that joke or remember the example of his son and the love and compassion he had for everyone before you make small talk. Let all of your speech be guided by God. And if you feel like you haven't been able to do that adequately, then you probably should just not say anything at all. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily, and I'm looking forward to sitting down and studying God's Word with you next time. Thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in His Word, and I'm so glad you did it with us today. If you think it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app, whether that's YouTube or Facebook. It helps us reach more and more people with the message of Jesus every day. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.